I open the beer and I'm looking back at the screen. I'm getting things ready, trying to get all my tabs organized. And I'm like, wow, that beer is really pungent. <laughs> and then I look over and my entire desk is covered in beer. There's something about this can that it, it just makes me feel like it's staring at me and mocking me. And now I'm trying to pour it into a glass and it's like dribbling down the side of it. Even when it's like almost you know half full at this point, it's still dribbling down the side of the can. Oh, nice jersey, Benny. Thanks, man. Benjamin Lawrence Sebastian Weehage is wearing a sick West Ham United hat and a dope Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> jersey. Spring training jersey. The, the reflection on the onto that patch did not, uh, it just looks like a plate-shaped shiny thing. I it's really it. blue. Yeah, why is it not like showing any details? It's just blue? No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at the, look at the mug I have. Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Nice. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out The Office. Yeah. Benny's shout outs are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Etsy. (laughs) Yeah. Their mug collection is very on point. (laughs) Shout out the internet. The internet. Shout (laughs) out TV. GPT. I love. Oh, no. Shut the fuck up. All right. That's the end GPT of this episode. GPT four, it's coming. It's here. It's pretty dope. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a fan. Uh, I am a fan. We know. I am a fan of, of a number of people and a number of things. Two two well, people. I'm wow. a big fan this of. Is... It, sh- sh- I'm getting to it. God, you are okay. all over me, and we are two minutes into this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fan of LSU's Angel Reese, and I'm a fan of Iowa's Caitlin Clark. And was a big fan of this year's women's basketball tournament. And I was a big fan of the bracket I came up with. I won one of my women's bracket pools and was like, oh, man, I for sure took uh, belligerent bedlam in the women's bracket. And I got second. To who? (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. Oh, just had it up. I'll pull it up. Pull it up. Who got me? Brian Brian Moe. BMO for show. Yeah. He had one of the best first rounds. He crushed it. Good job, Brian. Yeah. He sounds like he's related to John Dunmo. Oh, yeah. doubtful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because most people, when your name rhymes with another name, that's that's how uh, being related that's, works. Yeah. <laughs> Back in ancient that's right. times, that's how they right. did it. Yeah, the Vikings. What about the Vikings? Not not your Vikings. The what Vikings. about the Vikings? What about the... They still haven't won a Super Bowl. That's what's about the Vikings. Oh, oh. I'm just kidding. I love you, Terry. I'm just kidding. Sick burn, Benny. <laughs> Man. Wow. JP and Benny are being so mean to me. I don't go that low. This is low. the 90th episode of Belligerent Beeves. And I'm just sitting here Yay. waiting for someone to be nice to me. Hey, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nice. You're, you're you're closing on a house in nine days. Nine Congratulations. days. Congratulations. Nine days. Yep. So you you might want to order the Peloton now. And a drip system. I'm gonna yeah. order it tonight, I think, because they're do this is how they get you. And I'm pretty sure I've seen this email like a hundred times over the past two years from Peloton. But I saw an email today. It was like for one day only, four hundred dollars off. And I'm I've like, got that one for the last like week. 
Right. <laughs> but I'm going out of town like immediately after closing, so I'm like, I need to make sure that you don't deliver it for a certain amount of time, Peloton. I need well, it. Well, I like... think you get to pick your delivery day. Okay. Unless they don't do the setup anymore. They they do. I I was I was poking around today. So you're getting one tonight. Congratulations. That's on the to do list once we finish recording. What what town are you going out of town to visit? I will be going up north to Grand Marais, Minnesota, which is one of my favorite Lake Superior towns. Mm, Just for cool. the weekend. Nice. Fun, Sounds fun. Fun little early spring getaway. Nice. Those are we'll good. The, there will still be snow on the ground up there by the time Ooh. I'm there. <laughs> There's snow on the ground here. It sucks. It was snowing last night. It didn't stick, but it was snowing. Yeah, and this morning. In Portland, it was snowing? Yeah. We dropped Dev off at school. It was uh, was snowing this morning. I know it's this is a sensationalist reaction, whatever, but I feel like this really was the longest winter of all time. Yeah. It really felt like it. It did. Yeah, I mean, here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. I won't ask you to play five seconds. No Beatles. Because we get sued when it's the Beatles. (laughs) And I can't think of a a clever cover for that one right away. But Well, there's Sunshine by Atmosphere. Yeah, but let's save that one. We can't just keep splicing in five seconds of songs over and over and over again. That's true. Well, and the people are tuning in for our esteemed insight on a variety (laughs) of subjects. Yeah. So, I mean... Obviously. From culture to politics mm. to Beaver athletics yeah. and everything in between, and of course Beaver athletics All the is X. everything in between. All hey the X. Terry, I have a question for you. You brought up the the women's basketball final, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the the player from LSU did the same thing that Caitlin Clark did in the previous game. Angel right? Reese, Elite. yeah, Angel Reese. Why is everyone mad at her? Because people are racist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, she was letting her have it, but also I'm like, yeah, whatever. People talk shit. Did you you see her response? No. I I loved Angel Reese going into this, and I I love Caitlin Clark, too. And I'm like, let Let them feud. For women's sports forever, it's just been like, let them cook, and also just let them talk. And uh, when Angel Reese was getting all this blowback, and a reporter asked her about it. She said, I'm from Baltimore where you talk shit and play outside. Uh, you, you talk shit and hoop outside. <laughs> and I just love, I was like, well, the game was inside, but I do love the detail. Um, so <laughs> I love Angel Reese. Uh, and both, the, both those women will be back in college basketball again next season. So that's great for college basketball. Uh, there's still a bunch of talent coming to the WNBA. The WNBA draft is next week. <laughs> We're going to be full into WNBA season. Wow. Pretty soon. So, it never in basketball it never stops. Yeah, the Lynx, the Lynx got some sick ass jerseys. They do. Yeah, I don't know if they're new or not, but uh I saw most teams, I feel like everyone but a couple teams just released the, the, yeah, Rebel, the new Rebel the new jerseys. Rebel edition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Minnesota's is my favorite by far. Those are Yeah. Good. Yeah, those are cool. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, we do have a lot to get to. So we are in the middle of early, middle, second half of the men's national championship uh, for March Madness. I, it's a commercial right now, so I can't see what the score is, but I think UConn is uh, in command. Uh, 26 our, to 38. Okay. It should be worse. So uh, our beloved and your beloved the Pac-12's beloved San Diego State Aztecs still have a chance. 
Uh, but let's get into the uh, Reagan beers segment. Um, and JP, let's. Uh, you you oh. had you, you've you've had a uh, long and winding dramatic road when it's come to come to libations this evening. Yeah. So where, where where have you settled? Have has fortune turned in your favor? Uh, catch us up, man. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but it's uh, my wife got this for me and some of it's like and it's interesting i think it's from trader joe's i have to assume that's where she got it today uh but known craft beer yeah it's from rhinelander brewing company in monroe wisconsin okay and it's called rhinelander there's a rhinelander restaurant in portland i think oh i don't know that well this is called a boatswain double ipa twin screw steamer (laughs) i don't know what that means sounds funny that's just (laughs) but that's that's, that's my first wisconsin code for something a a twin screw steamer yeah I, i i don't know what it is they speak a different language of Midwest over there. It's the process <laughs> that they that they take to put the beer into the can so it dribbles all over the place when you try to pour it. Dude, <laughs> it, this can was just it driving me insane. I can't believe how much it was tormenting me and then just staring at me, like being like, yeah, what do you do about it? Just what do you the, do? The audacity. The, yeah. Right there. Wow. Well, <laughs> how, how, how is the beer, though? Uh, it's not that good. This yeah. might be the worst beer I've had on the show. <laughs> oh man, yikes! Sorry, what, what, Monroe, Wisconsin. You said? Yeah, I don't think I know where that is. It's the Pac-12 Network Grand Slam calls of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, it's not. It's not good. Uh, I appreciate my wife trying to get me something new. But it's uh, going to probably be like a 3.5, 3.4 out of 5. Mm. That's still a pretty good GPA. Yeah. Not not for my beer university, it's not. You're kicked <laughs> out. <laughs> well, well, I think uh, we'll, we can give Annie a pass. Uh, considering, isn't she due in like nine days? Nine yeah. days. Oh my god. Hey, you're gonna close on your house the same time that JP has his third kid. Your house and my baby, kid will share a birthday. Baby oh. B number three. Yeah. yeah. What a what a big day. Ben, what are you doing on April eleventh? <laughs> Do you have any plans? Oh no, we're <laughs> April twelfth. Oh. April eleventh is my brother in law TT's uh birthday. Ah. Okay. Yeah. That it's works. also still a good day. He can come over even though he's a duck fan. We should talk about that at some point. Not just him, we but should. this this he whole... listens to the show. Yeah, but there's a whole thing of Beaver graduates who are duck fans in some what? capacity. Oh yeah. You don't remember this? I used to we used to see people wearing Oregon sweatshirts on campus and whatnot. Oh like, well, yeah, I'm, but those... I'm from Eugene. Or Yeah. We don't need to well... talk about it now, but we should talk about that ah, at some point. That's uh that's a summer schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that that'll be a three hour episode. That will oh. be a three hour episode. <laughs> Um, but to prevent this from being a three hour episode, I'm going to move us a little bit forward and I'm going to take, uh, this opportunity to share my beer, Benny, if you don't mind, I Uh, I don't feel like we went hard enough for St. Patrick's day on this show. Uh, I don't even know if we mentioned it. Maybe we did. I don't think we recorded on St. Patrick's Day, but that's all right. But just, you know. You don't remember? Three feckin' Irish boys like us. So, yeah, that might be it, too. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I just, 
had some more of this from St. Patrick's Day. I think for the first time on the show, I'm having a Guinness. Oh! Hey! It's not a black and tan, uh, which, you know, we we love. It's honestly kind of uh, dope that we loved black and tans in college. That's kind of an (laughs) advanced beer thing to, to like. As you know, an 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, uh, that we were going to Claude's and ordering black and tans. Yeah, they did. Say, we were probably the only people ordering black and tans. They did. They did have. They did have a sign for it though, so it's not like we were being dicks and just like. I think we, we asked for it. First. We want this fancy thing. I don't know. Well, remember. <laughs> then they came out the hard root beer. They, they, they had black yeah, the and hard tan, root beer, the hard root beer, and the same the, sign. Uh, the same sign. And when <laughs> we ordered them all, we went with skins one time, and our friend Austin, who loved the tanning bed. And you asked the bartender for a Skins and Austin. Yeah. And he knew. <laughs> and he was he, he did knew. not. He did not. Yes, you told he did. him and then he laughed. He, he, the, the first time you ordered it, it was not a seamless, oh, yeah, you're black friend and you're overly tan friend. Yep, I get this. It did not land that cleanly. <laughs> <laughs> then what did, what do you know? The next week the sign said hard root beer and skins in Austin. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, but I love Guinness. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. to St. James Gate. And been certified as pouring the perfect pint of Guinness. JP, I believe you have too. I have. I've been there twice. Right. Mm. Benny, have you been to Dublin before? I have, uh, but I was 14. Oh, man. I did have my first beer in a pub in Dublin. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Guinness. Mine too. They okay. give that away yeah. for free out there. We gotta, we gotta do a Bebe's trip to Dublin sometime. Oh, oh yeah. Like, are they doing another? Like, Northwestern and Nebraska played there last year. If they do another college football game in Dublin, we should just go and apply for credentials, regardless of who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down. We could just bring up something like someone might be in the transfer portal looking at Oregon yeah, State, so we're here sure. for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so down. I love Dublin. And we need we need adult Ben. I mean, you can you're basically an adult in Dublin when you're 14. But yeah. I feel like uh wise, mm-hmm. older, more mature Benny needs yep. so in 10 years experience. Yeah. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go when I'm 50. The, the Liffy. <laughs> uh, anyway, Benny, do you have anything to share with us for No, I smoked a lot this weekend and I felt like today <laughs> really 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 hard to get through so i that's why i have coffee and my beer bears beats battlestar galactica nice nice i almost had a coffee beer tonight and then my wife got me this one (laughs) that's probably smart well cheers to baby bertram number three yeah for sure Woo! salute this may be the last episode before uh i mean if it's early yeah, I don't know. Our third babies generally are they early? Often I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I only have two. I'm not an expert on this. <laughs> well, you you soon will be. Is is the home prepped and ready for a kind third of. kid? Or at at this point, is it just like it's going to be a disaster for the next 18 years, no matter what? Yeah. <laughs> like what can you not do? Not the kid. My life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid will be a little bit of a disaster. They don't, they don't come out ready-made humans, ready That's to true. you know enroll in class at the Harvard of the Pac-12. That is true. Pacific Northwest. You need to grow to that. Is it? Have you told us if it's a boy or a girl? Or do you we know? don't know yet. You don't know. Surprise! No. Maybe it's oh, a unicorn. Could be a unicorn. Why not even be a human? 
Oh. That's possible. It's just going to come out as a GPT-5. Yeah. And already have all the intelligence built into it. Like what that. If it's, what if it's a beaver? Then I'd it will love that. Like you. <laughs> it, it, it will only be able to communicate with, like, with me. <laughs> <laughs> We'll hire you as our in-home translator. <laughs> I'll be a au pair for beavers. <laughs> Someone has like a TikTok like that or an Instagram. I always get uh, them suggested to me. And it's just like a beaver like walking around the house like doing things. And it's honestly the best social media content that there is. Right. I love it so much. Do you guys follow beavers of Instagram? No. No. It's a great account. It's it's just pictures and videos of beavers. Yeah. I get that stuff all the time. It's, it's I don't have to sweet. follow it. <laughs> Meta knows me so well that I they don't even ha- I don't have to follow it. They're like, you, we know you want this. Genuinely amazing animals. The toast of the animal kingdom, the beaver. It's true. That's what we call it. Um, I think... Speaking of be- beavers. Speaking of beavers. And the toasts. Yeah. Adley Rutschman was a beaver. Is Woo. a beaver. You're a beaver for life. Yeah, he played baseball at Oregon State and now applies his baseball trade to the the Baltimore Orioles of the American League East. His where all he does is talk shit and play outside. Yards <laughs> where he talks shit and plays outside. <laughs> um, I bet you. Uh, what what does Adley Rutschman shit talk sound like? Oh, so nice. <laughs> yeah, but I bet I bet he could dish it. Well, it's he, almost one of those things. You either assume he's really nice, or if you know him well enough that he is nice and he gives you something that's pretty snide, you know. That yeah. that's that's coming in like daggers. Yeah, he's a catcher, so he kind of has to be able to talk shit pretty. Yeah, hard. I want. That's what I want to know. Like catchers and first basemen, they have so much FaceTime with the opponents. Yeah, there needs to be like a coffee table book about the the best conversationalists behind the behind the plate. I'm sure. I'm sure he's already got that one down. But speaking of the plate, on opening day 2023, Adley made six trips to the plate. He reached safely on all of them, <laughs> going five for five with a home run, four singles and a walk, and four RBIs as the Orioles beat the shit out of the Red Sox. And the <laughs> next day, Stephen Kwan, another great beaver, drove in four runs for the Cleveland Guardians against Benny's Mariners. And Trevor, good. Trevor Larnick is also killing it. Hey, Dude. and Michael Conforto hit his uh, first Mike, home Michael, run today. Michael Conforto hit his first home run for the Giants today, and Larnick also homered today. Dude, so so uh, <clears throat> Yuri is a, a big Yankees fan, right? Like she has family from uh, from New York, and um, and so she's always been a big Yankees fan. So we were watching the Yankees Giants game, and it was crazy. This this whole weekend, I was like, oh, Conforto. He's an ex-beaver. And then we're watching the Mariners games. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Quan, who is absolutely ruining us, is an ex-beaver. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Adley Rushman, who's all over the highlights between the innings, he's an ex-beaver. Like, it was just crazy. Uh, yeah. The Beavers really showed out for the opening weekend uh, in, in Major League Baseball. We're going to pay attention to the MLB's batting title for sure this year, which my guy, Trevor Larnick, currently leading. You can call me a homer for a lot of reasons, literally lots of them. There are a lot, <laughs> but sometimes facts are facts. And one of those is that Trevor Larnick is hitting 438 right now. I don't care if it's been four games. He's been crucial in all four. The Twins have won all four. And I bet that batting average will hold up for the rest of the season. 
and the Twins record will stay the same. Uh, I believe the magic number right now is at 158 or 157, and I don't see a loss on the schedule. Wow. As of yet. so You are like one of two teams remaining uh, undefeated yeah. at this point. It's us oh, and the Rays. Oh, the wow. Only two 4-0 teams. The Rays. I love it. Oh, man. If, if we still played in the Metrodome, that would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it really would. The two teams that don't play at actual ballparks. I was going through a YouTube video that was ranking uh, Major League ballparks and uh, having Oakland. You shouldn't even mention the trap. <laughs> uh, Oakland and Tampa Bay were so far down on the list. It was crazy. But I didn't realize that places like Miami or Dallas, which has a retractable roof and is, you know, technically considered an outdoor stadium. They play like five games a year with the roof open. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I don't really understand the why even bother. You're just, just like, ple- you're, yeah, you're just pleasing traditional baseball fans who are like, you can't have a baseball field inside. Yeah. Right. Like, all right, so, fine, we'll put a $2 billion retractable <laughs> roof yeah. on it. Retractable roofs are so expensive. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Right. That's like they had to have known they're not going to open one. it very often. It's going right. to be like 38 degrees during the Twins home opener on Thursday. And I'm going to go and I'm still excited about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's charming because it's, I mean, it's only like that for like the first, you know, week or two. Yeah. It'll be fine. Everyone's too big of a baby these days. Offended yeah. by yeah. retractable roofs, offended by Angel Reese talking shit. Just lighten up, everybody. Yeah, offended by Ali Rutschman taking shit, whatever that graphic looked like. It said, <laughs> "Wait, what?" <laughs> it was so Adley. Uh, he was the first catcher with five hits on opening day ever. Yeah, or since nineteen hundred. No, five. No, yeah. I mean, so ever. Well, come on. The, the hey, game was different one hundred twenty-three years ago. It, I, it sure was. But <laughs> JP. You you are the man who introduced me to Charlie Haas, old uh, Haas Radburn. Old Haas. I miss that guy. He was a good Twitter follow. 59 wins in 1884. Yeah. So we 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 recognize baseball at the turn of the century. That's true. Turn turn of the last century. Yeah. Right. The one before the last one. I just uh, don't know if they actually had catchers as like uh, they as did, you... and they didn't have catcher's mitts. They cat with their hands. They just threw the ball against the backstop as hard as they could. The book that was in our bathroom, <laughs> JP, the book about old Haas Radburn. I I read that thing cover to cover. It was and such a good yeah, book for 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 decades. Catchers didn't have catcher's mitts. It was just all right, and they showed the pictures of the the catcher that old Haas played with on the Providence Grays and it was just like his hands looked how you think they would look. <laughs> yeah. Like they oh. had a mitt, <laughs> They're a mitt so growing disgusting. inside them. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the worst hands possible and <laughs> multiply it by another few factors because it, oh. it was Hey, speaking of worst possible, how about that uh, home run call you talked about, Benny? Oh God. Dude, a grand slam, no less. A grand slam. What I don't understand is I. Uh, it was Pac-12 Washington that right. was yeah, broadcasting yeah, the game. Let's catch it. the listener up on what we're talking about. Yeah, we have yeah, now okay. shifted gears to the Beavs. Travis Pizzana hits a grand slam in, in game two. In game two of the Beavs doubleheader sweep against the Huskies. Oh, are we are we gonna get audio for this? Yeah. Nice. Let's do it. Yeah. So this is but this is Pac-12 though. This isn't like University of Washington's like yeah. hometown. Okay. 
I'm pretty sure this is a Pac-12 stream, not an okay. oh, UW live stream. All right, ready? Yep. Yep. And Bazana lifts this one deep to right. Heads up <laughs> in Union Bay. A grand slam from Travis Bazana. His <laughs> second home run of the season. This one's good for four runs. No and shit. And the Beavers take a big lead in the second. It's kind of like someone was tickling his feet. <laughs> Play it one more time. Play it one more time. I that's really think someone was tickling his feet, and he was just trying not to laugh, and that's why he had to sound so serious. Play it one more time. And Bazana lifts this one deep to right. Heads up in Union Bay. A grand slam from Travis Bazana. His second home run of the season. This one's good for four runs. And the Beavers take a big lead in the second. See, when he says four <laughs> runs, it's like he's a giant yeah, the I Either that or the person next to him is like, dude, are you serious? What is happening to you? This is like the call of the game. Well, it's second inning, I guess. Uh, yeah, but it's a great, like a grand slam doesn't happen every game. I, and I, this dude sounded annoyed to even be bothered right. to open up his mouth to talk about the like, play. How, how dare you expect me to talk about this baseball game that I'm being paid to talk about as it happens? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it. No, <laughs> that is not that is, mainly because it's the opposite. I don't know. I would I, like I, it I if I'm it just... was UW's stream. Then I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. I would yeah. hope that we'd yeah. do the same thing if it was our stream and some heads up team in that... Union Bay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watch out, ROTC building grand slam. That'd be me if it was an opponent at at. Well, no, there's no more ROTC building well, there, but. When it when was the, there. When the Cincinnati Reds guy was apologizing for using homophobic slurs on the air. <laughs> and, like, was it was during the game. <laughs> and he was just making excuse after excuse after excuse. And then <laughs> I think Castellanos. Yeah. It's like, and it, what I did was unthinkable, unforgivable. And there's a drive out to left by Castellanos. And that will tie the ball game. And there is no place for homophobia. <laughs> and like you couldn't have just ignored <laughs> Castellanos once. Man, uh, you guys want that clip? I'm on. I'm on the clips right now, man. Yeah, I want to hear that clip. I haven't heard that clip. You've never you heard that clip. You've never heard that clip, Penny. Are you serious? So. Okay. I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. I mean that's a dark that's a dark turn, but wait, did Tom Brennan get hired by Pac-12? Is is that yeah, the, are those the dots the... we're connecting here? He was more excited about that home run than what the announcer for Bazana was. Heads up in Union Bay. <laughs> is that our next shirt? Watch out, Finley Hall. That's we got to think of ways that we could call it at home. And watch out, Finley Hall. I don't think we could be that unenthusiastic about. 
anything. Yeah. I know we're no. the three idiots who just get on the show and yell and try to have a good time. And, uh, you know, a few people enjoy it. And we really enjoy it. If you asked me to be like that bored about anything happening, <laughs> put me on the roof of my apartment building. Just ask me to provide play-by-play -play on the Hennepin Avenue traffic outside. All right. Do it <laughs> as a beaver. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I said 87 more episodes. It's been three. Oh. oh man, that's too long. It'll be, it'll be before then, but just not yet. I think the last time I was that apathetic about anything was when I was trying to convince my dad that I should go to Lynn Benton Community College when I already knew that I was kicked out of Oregon State. He did not yet. <laughs> that was the last time I was apathetic about anything close to the the level of this announcer. It was well, crazy. Dad. I understand it's expensive. It might not be the right spot for me. I'm going to take my talents to LB. Heads up, Albany. <laughs> There's a drive out to Albany by Castellanos. <laughs> car with him. Um, anyway, uh, jokes aside, it's, yeah. live broadcasting's hard. <laughs> um, but Travis Bazana. But Bazana is swinging a hot bat. Yes, he Woo! is. He had another homer the following game. Yes, in the in the loss of yeah. the series finale. Yep. So uh, that's a second consecutive three in one week for Mitch Cannon and Oregon State baseball. They beat uh, Seattle up Oof. in up in Seattle on Wednesday, and then Bellevue. Uh, they take oh, yeah. two out of three with the Dogs. Uh, we've really had Washington's number for a long, long while. I think the loss. Ended a 13-game winning streak. 14. Again, for it? Sorry. It would have been 15. <laughs> yeah. It would have been would have been 15 on the banks of Union Bay. where she, The she last time the Huskies up. beat us, the catchers weren't wearing gloves to catch <laughs> pitches. <laughs> there's, there's a book about it. <laughs> 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 and oh, we didn't. Adley Rutschman's five hits. Oh yeah. Baltimore <laughs> put the five in front of hits, and the five looked a lot like an S. Yes. So oh. what does that spell, Betty? There you go. I got it. It was a just bad Adley Rutschman shits. Yeah, kerning is important. You need to have the spacing, or do something yeah. else to designate <laughs> it as different from the word following it. Especially when a five looks like an S. Well, in their defense, not a lot of players get five hits in the game. They haven't had a lot of practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you awesome. still know what the number five looks like. And you know right. how shits is spelled. Yes. Yeah, I'm being I'm being harder on the Orioles design part department than I was than I was on the Pac twelve play by play guy. <laughs> So Adley was just the third player ever to go five for five and get multiple RBIs on opening day, joining Hall of Famers Billy Herman and Babe Ruth. I've heard of him. Yeah. Nice. Pretty good company for Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Babe Ruth. What an, what an honor for Don't you. Don't take it for granted, babe. Yeah. The great Bambino. <laughs> are, we, are, are we mad at Babe Ruth on this show? <laughs> I don't know. He might have been racist. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. 
probably he's a white but... dude in the 1920s. Well, though no, that's being challenged, by the way. So that his racism might have stemmed from it being. Oh, I went down a rabbit hole, guys. Have you guys not seen this? No. Oh, there are there are theories on the, online, and I don't fall into this conspiracy theory stuff, but I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, Ben's that, our resident tinfoil hacker. Yeah, guy. yeah, Benny, you'll <laughs> love this, and I know you'll be up the rest of the night drinking coffee, Ooh. reading about this. Uh, <laughs> but there are theories online that um, Babe Ruth actually broke uh, the color barrier in baseball, and that he was actually half african-american but didn't know his father and decided to not disclose it could be all made up it's the internet i might have just made that up right now for all anyone knows thank you for adding that disclosure (laughs) Um, sound like you're citing sources or just ask chat gpt what race babe ruth was um try it interesting Mm-hmm. Interesting theory. Interesting. I still like Babe Ruth. I'm not gonna lie. I like Babe Ruth. I, yeah, I have I have nothing against Babe Ruth. No, he ca- he caused the biggest pickle of a kid's life. Yeah, and right. Art Art Lafleur, the actor, was great as Babe Ruth in that cameo in Sandlot. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> great movie. Uh, shout out Benny Rodriguez, the Jet. Yep, he's my least favorite Benny. I'm not gonna lie. He's uh, yeah, good. <laughs> I don't know who my least favorite Benny would be. I only have Bennies I like. Uh, but Benny the Jet Rodriguez is easily in, in third place at best. Yeah. Behind Benny the Beaver and Benjamin Lawrence, Sebastian Weehage. What a Benny Benassi. I like Benny Benassi be- <laughs> better. Better. Good alliteration. Than there. Benny, Benny the Jet. Yeah, what? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I checked yeah. him. I checked Benny Benassi into a hotel in Austin, Texas one time. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, he's exactly what you would imagine. <laughs> Wait, in what way? Very Italian and very didn't want to say anything. Did you ask him to give his best Grand Slam call? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well someone who didn't give up any grand slams this weekend is oregon state softball pitcher ellie garcia who tossed a complete game shutout over the university of oregon mallards uh slash ducks and blanked them 4-0 to give the beeves a win in that series uh coming off of uh a game where the day before when oregon state lost two to zero but garcia Pitched, pitched a beauty and pitched the whole thing and just didn't have the run support to get the win. Uh, so disappointing results for, for Laura Berg and, and company, but Oregon's ranked 18th. I, <laughs> as I was putting my notes together for this segment, I recalled very, very early on in the lifespan of this show when I was, I think maybe it was, it was some random game against Oregon. I can't remember the sport. And I had was trying to say, we can give credit to the Ducks. And before I even finish the syllable, JP yelled, fuck you. No, the fuck we can't. <laughs> so I'll yeah. just say a fact that Oregon softball is ranked number 18th in the country. And it's good to play competitive softball against a team that's ranked 18th uh, and getting a win like that. So props to Laura Berg. Um, it would have been a tough pill to swallow getting swept by uh, that school from that school down the road. So Ellie Garcia starting to emerge as a, as a threat in the circle. So, I mean, this team has been through so much shit already this year with yeah, exactly. so many injuries. But uh, if you have Ellie pitching like that and joining Sarah, who we know can deal and Tarney Steptoe, who's uh, well, Sarah's been out for like three weeks now. Last, 
Right. But when I'm, when this rotation gets oh, back if, yeah, to, to form, uh, we're thinking you're thinking for the future, and that's that's a, that's a lot of some good arms, and the the bats will come back. I just think Berg should be coaching this team uh, for preparation for for next year. And I'm not saying tank or quit on this season. Obviously, they could go on a run, but it just none of this is fair. <laughs> the amount of injuries are almost yeah. never put on any coach. So get coach to develop, which is, you know, that's a, a line that coaches have to toe in college all the time is an eye towards development and an eye towards getting results now. Like this, it's, as far as results go for the rest of the season, it's a free pass, in my opinion. Do what's going to build talent and chemistry for 2024 and beyond. You don't need an excuse to look at the results to this point and the, you know, any future results that come thereafter and you know you try to try to explain them away i mean it's very clear every single right. leader on the team is injured and can't play and now you're relying on a lot of young players to fill the void and step up you're 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 asking like ellie garcia who's a transfer to now all of a sudden play the ace uh after right. you know multiple pitchers are just you've fallen off and and are hurt and can't can't do what they love to do I agree, though. I don't think you just say like this. This season's gone, but you you play. Okay, like have you guys seen? You guys know the the idea of like rubber banding or like the rubber band effect in video games? No, but JP, please play five seconds of Rubber Band Man by Ti. <laughs> it's too good of a song to let you off the hook with that one. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so like rubber band effect is essentially the idea that if you want to keep uh, things competitive, you need to kind of fall back before being slingshotted back ahead of the pack again. So what I think is happening right now is this is just reality, doing a little rubber banding with us after our fun run last year, giving us a bit of reality check, taking us back down to earth, letting us, though, rubber band effect ourselves back to the forefront of the pack next season because all the all the experience that these players are getting right now will pay massive dividends at any point when they need to step up next year after the return of some of the veterans and their health uh, you know, comes back for them as well. I, I I like what I've seen still from this team. They still are fighting. They're still obviously really happy about getting the W over Oregon. Uh, like you said, Terry, they're ranked. Fuck them. But <laughs> it, it wasn't an easy don't, victory. Don't fuck up and give them credit now, JP. You, no, you've got you've got a brand to protect. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so we're rubber banding the rubber band. Would you call that triple stamping a double stamp? Yeah, I, no I kind of. I could. You could. Anyone could. I just think, though, let's see what happens in the next, what, like four series? And then yeah, hopefully just get people healthy and look for the future. I don't know what you really want to do. Like, you don't want to risk other future potential injuries over these next you know, four series. But you want. I know that these ladies want to play. They want to compete. Coach Bird does not, not want to fuck around either. She wants to win. So you're right. in a tough position right now. But I do think that the future is extremely bright. For sure. And I think, um, you know, Terry, to your point about there always being a fine line to walk with um, coaches in college sports, 
uh, and wanting to develop, but also living in, um, you know, the era of what have you done for me lately? I think Laura Berg is sort of in a bit of a unique situation, given that um, I think by all accounts, the team overperformed last year compared to what expectations were, uh, which buys her some time. And I think right. that that is something that is um, sort of a, a known across the athletic department, including Laura, which really does give her the ability to focus on building for next year, where a lot of coaches, I don't think would fully invest themselves into that because you're worried about your seat being hot. Um, I, I think it does give her a unique ability to put people in positions thinking of next year or keeping that in mind of getting the right players, the right experience. So yeah, there's I think no that bodes well for us to worry about job security, right? For her, for another, yeah. you know, handful of years. So yeah. it's just, it's an opportunity to get some experience for younger players that you may not otherwise have had, had you had better injury luck this year. So it's just the combination of four or five of the key players from last year's World Series team being out for other extended time is putting it lightly. Like Kiki didn't play and Savannah barely played. Maddie barely played. Um, and also, of course, losing your leader last year in Mariah. So um, it's it'll be, it'll be fine. I'm not worried. It's just, you know, unfortunately something that, you know, it's the, the passage of time is the only thing that will se separate this team from the future success. So nice, <clears throat> nice win yesterday, though. Yep. Can say that confidently. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, are we going to use this opportunity to check in with the Bay Base hotline? I think we should. Yeah. All right. I, I think JP, we should. this is your show. Baby's hotline. Uh, Baby's hotline. Did, did we have any callers this week? We did. We'll get to the callers. Uh, okay. We'll pick a caller. We had a couple of text messages as well, but I think. Did the text message say, fuck you, this show sucks? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That was me. But we're, it also might be clear who, <laughs> who this individual is, but we'll start anyway. So this is from 971. All right. All right. And they, uh, they have a two part text. And question okay. one is. Do you think the Pac-12 championship should be held in different a different place every year instead of Arizona? Oh, so for baseball question. Yes, sorry, this is okay. baseball related. All right. Um different place every year. I'm not married to the idea of it being in a different place every year. I think I've said several times over I want the Pac-12 to plant its flag in Vegas as much as possible. That doesn't really help you with a a climate situation. And I'm also, I'm unsure what uh, kind of stadium that UNLV baseball plays in. And it's not one of those things that I'd be like, uh, so the Minnesota Gophers play the beginning of their season at US Bank Stadium where the Vikings play because it's winter. <laughs> and it's like kind of funny, but I didn't know not, that. It's not a great I want to see videos. Uh, yeah, you can look what, it up. They got like a 40 foot right field wall. Like, how's this work? Oh, well, the there's a big section of the stands that are retractable. So it, the oh. stadium was built with being able to host baseball in mind. What? And, yeah. Back and, like the a candlestick used to do. They tuck right. all the well, that's bleachers the in the right field. But it's not like cool. It's not fun to sit in a 60,000 seat stadium. So I'm sure that like, you know, Allegiant was built to host any kind of event possible. 
in Vegas, and I wouldn't want the Pac-12 championship to be there. So I, th- I think my answer is yes, just because I think while Arizona makes a lot of sense and it's where a lot of baseball is played, the fact that games were starting at like 8 a.m. and going, you know, <laughs> I, I think it should be able to go, go in a place where the climate won't be 100 degrees and you have the stadia to stagger games a bit and have games playing simultaneously. I think LA is kind of a natural spot to try and move that event to uh, and then see what happens. I would say the Bay, but of course, (laughs) advancing in that tournament should be a reward and I don't want games being put in the Coliseum. Yeah. My my respect for the Oakland A's organization. What what about AT&T? Well, I'm saying, yeah, obviously you play in AT&T, but I think you put it in a place like LA so you can have games going in multiple stadiums at the same time. Because I think a problem of the Pac-12 tournament was how early in the day they were starting games and how late they had to go because oh. they were beholden to one venue. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that you can spread that out like over one more day and that will still be okay. Sure. And that, that would alleviate a lot of those late nights or weird early guess, kind of like early afternoon starts. Right. It's just a lot of baseball needs to be done. I love the idea of Vegas. I do. I mean, and they have like, a triple A team. They have the triple A team. They've got a brand new ballpark there. It's like a couple years old. Um, okay. They could have another new ballpark if the A's move there. That uh, probably won't be seating much more than the, what, 12,000, 10,000 that. Um, oh, I don't like that. I'm just saying they'll probably build a ballpark that's like 30,000 or less. So it wouldn't be like. This crazy idea to put the championship game at a to be clear, I, I don't 30, like 000. the idea of an institution like the A's moving to Las Vegas. Oh, me neither. Play. They should move to Portland. But, yeah, they should move to Portland. Yeah, the they should be in Oakland. Sox. As a Bay Area dude, they shouldn't be in Oakland. I'm sorry, the city's messed it up too much. That's 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 not here nor there. But yeah, Vegas I think is our ideal spot. We we I think we're in a kind of an agreement that we just want Vegas to be the HQ for all things Pac-12. Yes, I think so. But again, I think the the climate issue playing. Play, I mean, you're playing that at the end of May. Or That's why they June. call it a hot take, Benny. A sure. hot take. But like, but like uh, teams play AAA baseball there. It's true. Yeah. But they play they play games at night, not not at For three sure. o'clock in the afternoon. But so but I. You think, know how fucking hot it gets into Omaha, Nebraska, in, in midsummer. Like it's. It doesn't get to a hundred and fifteen. Yeah, no. Arizona was like not. I mean, you'll, you'll get some freak days yeah. like that in Air- Vegas in the summertime, but Arizona is like, that's yeah. like consistent. Yeah, I, I think uh, honestly, and this is biased, but do it in a place like Seattle. You have perfect weather I, that I time of year. You I have a retractable Seattle. roof. I mentioned Seattle last year. But here's here's what I think you have to do. I think you have to throw a little bit of money at it. You have to throw some marketing behind it and make it an event. And uh, is it held? Is it held on Memorial Day? Yeah. Is that the weekend? I think it is the weekend. Yeah, it will be be that weekend this year. If you can make it a thing um, that people want to go to, I think that's the key. So putting it in Seattle. No one wants to go to Seattle on Memorial Day. That's well, true. So Seattle. like, well, okay, so but put it, it any day. <laughs> then, then the Bay, like the Bay, would make make a the lot Bay, of LA, sense. LA. That's why I think they did Scott. But the thing is, like, you can't have a big empty stadium. Uh, LA makes the most sense to me from like logistics right now. Or, but, like, but like, then you're gonna have like, what are you gonna like yeah, block off the whole upper deck and and second well, level you have, every you have stadium? That, you have that problem in the Bay too. 
Well, I'm not. I'm not saying to go use those. And you need to find a venue that is ten to twelve thousand, maybe fourteen thousand. If you're really trying to make it like yeah. a, a, an event that seems like, whoa, shit, this is really exciting and fun. Like being here, the atmosphere is amazing. Not like, oh, they shoehorned well, this thing why, into I a mean, stadium Seattle, that doesn't work. The same thing Seattle that happens if you play at works. a football. Or the same reason why when you play a bowl game in a weird stadium and no one shows up. Like, I, I think Seattle's interesting. You could put a bunch of those like playing games and early games just at UW. Yeah. And the quarterfinal, semifinal championship could be at Safeco or T-Mobile or whatever the fuck it's called now. And, and yeah, so like you Small. probably wouldn't get, you wouldn't get a crowd until maybe the championship realistically. But I mean, it function. I don't even know how big the crowds were in Arizona last year. The problem that you run into is that the teams that are most likely going to be doing well in that tournament are going to be hosting regionals like the following weekend. Right. And so it does make it a little bit difficult. Um, but again, like, I think if you put it in a place that is easy to get to, so like Seattle, the Bay LA and put some marketing behind it. Vegas. uh, Yeah, sure. There's no easier place to get in the West coast than Vegas. Vegas, If they do Vegas, I want there to be a sports book in the stadium. (laughs) (laughs) I had some only demand. It's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. And let, let's finish up the question. Question number two. Uh, oh, yeah, this might be a, a, a dead, yeah, dead giveaway. Um, is Ryan Brown Brownie? Shout out Brownie, the best hey. closer in the Pac-12 because his dad is so good looking. Yes, that is one hundred percent the reason. All right. Well, For sure. there, there you have it. Nine seven one. They did. They did say, or is Ryan just that damn good? It's a little bit of both, I think. Those brown boys are, are making it uh, difficult for the rest of us. That didn't sound good coming out. Ryan <laughs> oh Brown and his dad God. make it. Benny, <laughs> Benny, wow. I didn't mean it like that, Terry. Stop making me feel bad. Terry, stop. Get your mind, get your mind out of that spot, Terry. Um, UNLV does <laughs> have a baseball team. And they play at Earl E. Wilson Baseball Stadium, which looks kind of nice. I don't. Is this where uh, everything out there is nice? Is this where the AAA team? Who, who's the AAA team that's in Vegas? They play at the if Las Vegas want, Stadium or Aviators. Yeah, neither the Aviators. So, okay, yeah. so there's there's two ballparks then. Yeah. Boom. Done. I like it. Vegas is my answer. Vegas is it? Yes, it should be in the same place every year, and yes, that place should be Vegas. It's a nice. It's small, but yeah, that'd be a good crowd. We can build right. some more stuff there. Hey guys, this one's this is another one on the hotline, and then we got to move on. Okay. okay, stop looking things up. Hey guys, it's Linda. So here is my question: As you know, I'm kind of new to being a baseball fan, even though I took Jackson Middle School with a tour. Good, I'm sure. But um, this is what I want to know: So why do the batters, like someone like Forrester, they get up to bat and they lean back? So far, it looks like they're gonna tear them back out before they back. Why do they do that? That's my question. All right, so I can't decide if she's talking about the they step back in the box really far back, but then I, then she said they take they're gonna throw their back out. I think it's when they grab the bat, you know, they do the big lean back, like Rawr. I think it's just a, to just loosen up the. The torso. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough about batting mechanics to <laughs> to answer. Thank you for the question, <laughs> though, Linda. Um, I think it's mainly 
don't know, just to take up space in the batter's box, put put your body into a nice power stance, and you know, move move back to get enough uh, forward. If it's if it's the moving back in the batter's box part, I think it's uh, to put yourself in that position to create enough, you know, forward motion, especially. Well, no, being back in the box gives you enough time to see the pitch, gives you that yeah. extra split second. Yeah. Um, as as being the <clears throat> the only person to hit a home run in my sixth grade little league uh, league. <laughs> Which, so are you the only person? JP, did you hit any home runs in sixth grade or later? Dude, no. But in sixth grade, I almost hit a home run off Daniel Descalso, but it went foul. But it was fair. But they said it was foul. Oh bullshit! I, bullshit! I, 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 now, now that's that's World Series champion Daniel Descalso, by the way. I've I've kicked a home run in kickball, but so Benny, you are the most uh, seasoned, decorated power hitter among the three of us. Wow! So, so your your answer is gold. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just uh, loosening up your your uh, it's. It's a mind game with the pitcher, and um, and I think if you uh, <laughs> if you slow if you slow it down, you don't move. You get all like uh, locked up. So yeah, you want to constantly be moving around, and that right. is the expert uh, expert opinion, right there. Yeah, and, is- and no subtle racism in that response. Thank you. <laughs> that was, that's, edit edit that shit out. <laughs> Oh, Benny. Um, I yeah, think that's... edit where Terry was being so racist. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I, Terry. I edited it out for you. I, You're in the clear. You no one edited, knows. You <laughs> edited nothing because Thanks. there was nothing to edit. Dun, dun. All right. That's the end of the baby's hotline. That's the end of the baby's hotline. Nice. For tonight. Like Thank that. you. Not forever. Thank you for that hotline bling. And sorry if we didn't get to your stuff. There were a few that we couldn't get to. So uh, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, writing in, calling in, but we have to remind you: if you call while we're recording, we will answer and we will talk to you live Ooh, while it's a risk. recording. Risk. No, we, be fun. we we change our recording time every week, so you have no idea when is a safe time <laughs> to call and not be ambushed on live podcasting. <laughs> yes, live delayed podcasting. Uh, UConn's gonna win the national championship. Oh yeah. man, man, I really wanted San Diego. State. So I picked them to lose to Iona in the first round. Wow, Did you, you Pac-12 yeah. hater. You pack no, I picked hater. UConn to lose to Iona in the first oh. round. Oh. Oh, who is uh, they're playing? Sanderson's playing Charleston. I had them beating Charleston and I had them beating Furman. And then I think I had them losing after that. You Pac 12 hater. I mean, I've let's be real. I've hated a lot of things the Pac 12 has done in, in, in the last decade and a half. Do you guys think that there's any chance that the Pac 12 is not extending an offer to San Diego State? I mean, I think they were before the tournament, but oh man, I keep seeing all this stuff about. Putting a footprint back in LA, getting on streaming, betting, dude. Literally everything we were saying in July is like what yeah. the the talking heads are covering now, and it's it's kind of infuriating because it's I'm not mad at the reporters or the people covering it by any means, but it's like they're covering it because this is a topic that's clearly being floated in some capacity internally in the Pac-12 conference. Yeah, right. So. The Pac-12 is talking about these things. That's why it's getting reported on. And it, it's it been like 10 months yeah. since we proposed that same shit. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is why we're starting our own conference. We're always a step ahead. Yeah. yeah the own conference by the Belligerent Entertainment Network. B- yeah. The ben. Or, or Ben. The Ben. For short. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, but I think like when you're the Pac-12, what are you looking to do? You're looking to do something innovative that no other conference is doing because that is your leverage right now. Yep. That's all you got. Yeah, we've got a we've got to wrap up Oregon State gymnastics before we solve oh, all the man. Pac-12's problems. <laughs> yeah, we, we started it, getting into this with the Pac-12 conference tournament question. I didn't want to dive into another. We have all summer to rant about this godforsaken <laughs> conference. <laughs> and rant we will. We yes, always we will. rant. We, yeah, we can't we can't burn too many rants this tonight. We got we got to save them. Yeah, let's go to the mat. Let's go to the mat. For one final time this year. Well, maybe uh, not because we got Jade going on. But, man, <laughs> I thought that the team did such a phenomenal job in regionals. Honestly, that the end of that meet was insane. The drama uh, for the score calculation, the score tallying, where every team was like within a tenth of a point of each other pretty much, and the top two go on. There were two that were at least initially tied. The Beavs were done and waiting for other results, which also added to the drama. Unfortunately, uh, we finished fourth in the meet. Only the top two move on to national semifinals. And it, uh, it was Denver out of nowhere who went, who Fucking in their Denver. final rotation jumped from. Down, I mean, while they're live calculating down uh, uh, to to first. And then that that uh, plunged everyone into chaos, really. Man, I don't know what to say about the team other than uh, it was a hell of a season. I thought that they, they left it all out there as well. And it was it was very very clear that they wanted more, uh, and I think it, I think it was hard for them to wrap up the uh, the season in this fashion. Um, but they did. They did finish twelfth in the nation in the regular season, and uh, we'll still be, you know, having the uh, flying beaver shark represent uh, in nationals, where Jade was invited as an individual as she was last year, but not all around, just for the beam. Which, you know, maybe she'll she'll carry the torch for the beam team and uh, bring for one sure. home there. I think. Nice. Well, <clears throat> good job, Coach Chaplin. Good job, ladies. Especially good job, cheers, toast forever to super senior and belligerent beeves athlete Maddie Dagan. Yeah, uh, Maddie. Yeah, congrats. Spectacular career. Uh, we have to have Maddie on the show to like actually celebrate this this thing properly. Yeah, now we can. Sometime in the, sometime in the coming weeks. So congrats, but, UConn, yeah. too, by the way. Um, congrats to UConn. It is official. The confetti is falling in Houston. Uh, but big ups to the Aztecs. They were fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, that's I, – I was just – you know, our, the Belligerent Bees Discord was going crazy during the gym meet. And it felt like there was just a lot of movement and a lot of people paying attention and reacting on Beaver Twitter. So that, that's awesome for the sport. You know, in a year where we, we for sure saw uh, the needle move quite far in the right direction for women's basketball. Uh, this is just great for – uh, more young, young women athletes and uh, the the juice that's around this team, uh, which is well earned because of how just absurdly talented they are and the types of show shows that they put on. Uh, 
chin meets at at Gill are you know just it's some of the best uh, best in in college athletics that there is. So fantastic year. Obviously, we'll be very very excited to watch Jade and know that you know her her trophy case is going to keep getting even more and more crowded. Uh, but yeah, I just can't, can't say enough about Coach Chaplin and uh, and her group because they 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 bring it every year and they make it far every year. Every year, so hats hats off. Hats off, indeed, for sure. Any anything else, Jay, on specifics, um, or are we just we're just gonna sit here? We're gonna be sad. No, we're now, just sulking. And we're be sad yeah. together, and we just gotta be a go- gosh dang goldfish and move onward forward. Well, I'm making the decision. <laughs> to end this episode of the Belligerent Beeves podcast. I believe this is all the time we have. But anyway, once again, congratulations to the UConn Huskies and the LSU Tigers on their respective basketball championships. Basketball season is over in college, and also it's over in the NBA, too. They, they yeah. just decided to completely end the season yesterday. Uh, hey, no, I'll be no at Moda on Sunday. Come find me, my, my no, Gary Payton. No, 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 you will not, because the NBA season has been canceled. No, kidding. I would be I would be supportive of that. The GP two Shack of Troutdale Invitational at Moda on uh, this Sunday. Sunday at twelve thirty or something. Yes, on there, Easter Sunday. Yeah, there 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 may be some other things to celebrate, he, but nothing bigger than risen. Warriors Blazers. They need their pastel jerseys. He is risen. <laughs> he is Rizza indeed. <laughs> and on that note of borderline blasphemy, I'm Terry Horstman. You heard it <laughs> at Terry Horstman on Twitter at Terrence Horstman on Instagram.com. Joined as I always am on this 90th episode of the Belligerent Beefs podcast by Benjamin Lawrence, Sebastian Weehage, Tacoma's finest, Benny with the good quaff, Benny Bedlam, because he's fucking crazy, folks. Uh, Benny Blastoff, Benny Bull Game, yeah. There's plenty. There's, there's more. There's, there's more. Plenty. There, 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 there's, there's, there's Benny Burner. I, I knew Ooh. I had more. Benny Burner. Um, at Benny L nineteen eighty six on all social media channels, including Napster, which Benny has brought back himself. So, <laughs> viruses bummed, and all. If you're bummed yeah. about Elon ruining Twitter, uh, Benny has revived Napster. Yeah. Uh, from deep within the confines of his drip system. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. And also joining us from Portland, the man behind the ones and twos, uh, makes makes everything go. JP Bertram on Twitter at the Trial J. That's at the underscore Trial underscore J because he's too Trial to be real. And at JP Bertram on Instagram. He's a hell of a guy, and I believe I still have his MLB.tv login, and <laughs> I just haven't been unsigned in or signed out in the last. It never signs years. anyone out. I don't. Yeah, it it doesn't. But yeah, it's it's obviously at the point where I can only watch the free game of the day. But whatever, I still appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? And, I, do you do you still pay for full MLB.tv? Uh huh. Oh, then maybe I am signed out. Ooh, probably. Ooh. We should talk offline. <laughs> Join the Patreon for uh, JP Bertram's exclusive <laughs> login to MLB.tv. <laughs> uh, and follow us on Twitter at BelligerentBeeves, at BelligerentBeeves on Instagram, BelligerentBeeves on Facebook, BelligerentBeeves on Mastodon, BelligerentBeeves on ChatGPT69. A nice, 
and uh, yeah, it's uh, Australian for noise. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, review on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcast. I don't know what else people are listening to these days, but yeah. Google podcast. I don't know. If you're hearing me talk right now, then you're listening to the podcast. So please, please give us a five-star review, uh, especially on Spotify. That would be very much appreciated. Leave your phone number. Terry will call you. Leave yeah. your phone number. I won't call you. Uh, call into the Bebe's hotline. Leave us a message. Uh, you can swear, but you have to be nice. And uh, send us a text message. Uh, it, it, it can be not safe for work, but it has to be nice to us. Like You can be like, hey, this other shit sucks, but you guys are cool. And we'll send a sticker to whoever sends exactly that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> exactly we got good that. new stickers. I'm not, I'm, we do. The new stickers are dope. Yeah. Uh, find those and more at belligerentbeeves.com slash merch. Uh, go Beeves forever and ever. And always remember, you can't spell chop them without hope. So chop them. Chop them. Chop them. And bring back Bernice. Heads up, Union Bay. One shining moment.